Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Today, we have on with us Bethany Ugarte. She is the creator of the popular Instagram account, Lil Sipper. She's a California-based blogger who shares recipes and tips geared toward digestive health after fighting her own battles with severe IBS. We're going to get all into that. We're going to be talking about gut health. We're so excited to have her. It's a very palpable topic, very relevant topic. Thanks for being here, Bethany. We're so excited. Well, thank you so much, Julia and Brenda, for having me. I am honored and I am super excited to talk all things gut health, digest this, write book, any kind of questions that either you or your followers may have, bring it on. Amazing. We have a ton. And I just want to say before we start that if you haven't looked at Bethany's Instagram account, you are missing out on like the most mouth-watering recipes. <laughs> every single picture that you post of like a new recipe, I'm like, oh my God, I need to make it right now. Like everything looks <laughs> so delicious. Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad they don't turn you off, right? <laughs> No, I'm so excited about all of them. But we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk a little little bit more about the recipe in a little bit. But first off, Bethany, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, and how old you are. Well, yes. So uh, my name, as you mentioned, my name is Bethany Ugardi. I am well known or mostly known as Little Sipper. And I am in California. Again, I am 31, which is crazy. A lot of people think I'm in my 20s, um, but I'm 31 and it's getting a little bit, I'm feeling it, you know, I'm feeling old, but um, (laughs) so, but yeah, my background is I suffered for many, many years uh, with digestive issues, you name it, I had it. And it was actually very extreme to the point where I almost died because my body was just so thin, skin and bones. Um, I was just wasting away and I had multiple digestive issues going on at once, which made it as drastic as it was. If you go to my blog, I also have pictures on my Instagram showing actually how thin I was and how bad it actually got. And so um, because of the multiple problems I was having all at once, it was just so hard. There was a lot of times where I thought I was going to die just because, you know, when, when you can't eat or you are eating and things aren't absorbing, obviously if it's not absorbing, you're not getting the nutrients, you're not getting the nutrients, you lose weight, your body just starts to shut down. And so, you know, we can get into that a little bit later, but that's pretty much my background. Thankfully now, <laughs> thankfully I'm here now, um, they're, uh, recovered holistically. Um, I worked with a holistic doctor who, you know, it wasn't just about changing my diet. It wasn't about, you know, eliminating foods or adding foods, but a lot of it also was about how I ate, you know, how I prepared things. And that makes a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's so interesting and so helpful. We, I've mentioned to Bethany before we started recording, I've definitely had some weird things going on with my gut that we'll get into later. We have a lot of friends that struggle with different aspects with their gut too. And it's just so, it's so helpful to hear not only that people aren't alone in that because I think it can feel confusing or sometimes when you're experiencing certain types of symptoms for a long period of time, I feel like you think, oh, this this is happening to me. It must be normal. And then when you start to hear things from other people, you're like, oh, 
this, this, I don't have to be dealing with this. So to have someone that has some tangible tips, I think will be really helpful for our audience. So when did you notice that you were struggling with IBS and how was that process for you? You know, it's like you said, you know, it's something that it kind of gradually comes on. It's not all of a sudden you're in pain, you know, in um, five minutes or something like that. It grows on you, you know, and I think a lot of it, at least for me, some people, you know, maybe it's, it's genetic or they, you know, had some sort of trauma in their life. For me, it was a combination of just eating bad. You know, I thought I was eating good. I thought I was like, oh yeah, I'm the, uh, you know, I'm so into health. And I was completely opposite. I was eating, I don't, I don't want to name names of like different brands, but you know, those protein bars with the, they were supposed to be, you know, all healthy and um, protein powders that contain so many just horrible ingredients. And here I think, oh, I'm doing myself good. I'm, you know, eating the better option where I was basically just torturing my own body. On top of that, I had a very traumatic experience. I, things happened in my life, one of which I I got divorced or my husband left me, which led to divorce. And so that created a, a, a spiral. And that's really when my health really started to dwindle was because I got into a really bad depression. And, you know, of course I wasn't eating right. And it just, it's crazy how you think, oh, it's just what you're eating affects, but it can be something that traumatic, you know, happens in your life. And that can really take a toll on your health. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of times you seek, it's kind of like this terrible cycle because it's like something, you know, traumatic might happen, which then affects your physical health. And then that affects your mental health even more. And it's like, how does one get out of that kind of that like self-fulfilling prophecy almost right you're you hit the nail on the head it's just a vicious cycle and it's yeah it's really hard to to get out of it and um you know so that's kind of how it all started and certain things too if you're in the fight and flight mode which I've talked about a lot on my Instagram is, you know, um, the, excuse me, the fight or flight. And it's basically, I don't want to say like your body. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it. Your digestive system shuts down. So when you are working out, that is when your body is in um, the fight or flight mode. And basically any digestion, it's like, Hey, I'm working out. I don't need to be digesting food right now. My energy needs to be towards working out or this also can happen if something traumatic happens, if you're in a fight with someone, you, your emotions go up. Um, if you're stressed, you can be in a fight and flight mode. So many things. And it's really hard to for a lot of people to, to go out of that fight and flight mode. You can be in it for weeks. And so I really stress on, <laughs> no pun intended, I really try and focus on the rest and digest. And that's when your digestive system turns back on. Mm. If you're at peace, you're not stressed, you're relaxed your digestive system works so much better. And so that's really something I talk about in my book as well as you know, just wanting to be be mindful of that. Yeah, absolutely. So what was kind of like the point? Obviously, there were both mental and physical things going on. What was kind of the point where you were like, where you kind of found sort of like the doorway, the entry towards healing? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, fast forward, I was an extreme, I was very, very underweight. I looked like a skeleton. I was kind of I I went to so many different doctors. I mean, I went to Cedar Sinai, which is like the top mm-hmm. uh, digestive IBS medicine 
medical center in, you know, the nation, one of the tops here in Beverly Hills, they did tests after tests after tests, and they couldn't really pinpoint it. You know, some people said, oh, you have, you have gastritis, you have gastroparesis, XYZ. Again, they didn't really have a solution. Um, and by this time, you know, you get discouraged because I'm yeah. sure you guys relate. You're you were going to doctor to doctor, and you're like, no one can help me. What what do I do now? You know, you kind of flat a lot. And so um, this was totally God, but I had a family friend who I've known, and he's a holistic doctor, and I was kind of at like my wit's end. And he's like, look, I can I can bring you back to health. You have to follow exactly what I do or what I say. You have to do everything to the T. No going back. No, you know, going half heartedly, you have to go in it. And so I was, I was like, well, what else do, what other option do I have? So, you know, I did it. And he introduced me to a lot of the the steps that I have in my book and that basically saved me. And it was really all through, through healing um, with food. Once you began the that that hopelessness of like you're trying to heal you there's this physical thing you're trying everything nothing's working and then finally finding something that did begin to work like how did you and and because that obviously like you had to follow it to the t it was very i don't want to use the word restrictive because it's positive but like in a way yeah yeah intense how did you keep your mental health in up in a healthy place? Well, you know, it kind of boiled down to, do I want to live or do I want to die? Mm-hmm. You know? And, um, cause I was at that point point. Yeah. and I was tired of being in pain every single day. And, you know, it's just kind of one of those choices where, all right, I, I want to live and this is what I'm going to have to do. And if this is what it takes, then I'm going to do it. Yeah, definitely. And I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I guess I'm thinking of, I know you were in a really, really tricky circumstance where that kind of felt like the ultimatum. And for someone who is in a position where they might not be at that level of an ultimatum, right? But maybe I feel like a, a lot of things that have to do with health, but I feel like especially with gut health, it's so tricky because like you said, there's this trial and error type of stuff. And how do I say this? I feel like you were both trying to figure out the right way to say it. You had such a deep purpose and why you went about everything. And for someone that is really struggling with that component and maybe doesn't have like that, that deep ultimatum and is feeling extremely restricted and their mental health is suffering as a result of it. Like what's the best piece of advice you can give them? Yeah, well, hopefully no one is at that, you know, as bad as I was. And um, I get asked this question all the time on, on my Instagram, you're like, you know, um, how do you how do you stay on track, you know, and it's, it's honestly, you know, I've, I'm guilty of, you know, falling off the wagon, quote, unquote, Nobody's and, perfect. but you know, it's, you kind of have to fall off the wagon to realize, oh my gosh, you, you can compare yourself like, wow, how good I was feeling on the program. Right. And then, oh, you have something with stevia, you have something that's going to give you a flare and you're like, wow. Um, okay. I really don't want to feel like this again. So you Not almost have to feel yeah. like crap <laughs> to, um, to get back on track, you know, yeah. and everyone's going to do it. And so that's really, um, don't get discouraged by it, but it, it's almost a helpful tool to go, to go off, off the wagon, you know, and then realize, wow, all right, I, I want to feel good. And, um, and regarding your mental state, um, find a friend, 
you know, your, whether that's your mom, whether that's, you know, a best friend, a sister, find someone that wants to do it with you, you know, and, and um, support you or, you know, look for groups or things like that. And, you know, you find people that are kind of struggling in the same way and you can kind of help each other out and encourage each other. Yeah, that's a really, that that's really helpful. And I think the thing that really comes to mind in terms of being, I think any age, but like particularly in your twenties, this whole, like maybe not during uh, COVID-19, but like this whole, like going out social life type of thing. um, And kind of, of course, I love that you said that everybody's human and like normalizing that nobody is perfect at something 100% of the time. I think that's very helpful and important, but I feel as though people that I've witnessed, honestly, even in, in our lives who want to heal their gut, find out what's wrong, stick to things that their doctors are sharing with them in order to, you know, have an answer and, and feel better. Um, but struggle with the component of, of, you know, oh man, like my friends are able to eat all of these things. Right. The FOMO. And yeah. The FOMO. That's a yeah. Brilliant yeah. I, I guess your best advice for that. You know, best advice for that, because I struggled with it too. Like, you know, this was back in early, like 20, like, or I want to say what, 2016, Mm -hmm. you know, 17. It was like, yeah, my friends would go out, they would go to Starbucks or get some pizza or whatever. And at first it was very um, hard, of course. And you kind of felt like the black sheep of the group. And even at like family events, Thanksgiving and Christmas during those, those hard times um, and holidays, I would have to bring my own food. I would make it, I'd bring a smoothie, I'd bring whatever, you know, and it did feel a little bit awkward, but (laughs) you know, unfortunately I had to do that for years and not as intense throughout the years, but I still had to baby myself. And so people got used to it. You know, at barbecues in the summer, people, they were like, oh yeah, she has this, you know, thing going on. Like that's just her. And I think the best advice would be to be upfront with your friends, be upfront with family and say, look, this is my issue. And this is what I have to do to get better. So deal with it, (laughs) you know? Um, And if, if you want, if you're going to a gathering, make a dish that, you know, you can have and make it like for everyone so that you don't feel like awkward, like, oh, this is my food, but you brought it for everyone and because you know you can partake in that. I I loved I love that advice. I absolutely love that advice. And also like the taking ownership of it. Like this is what it is and this is what I have to do. And and what you said before about finding community to have that support, especially when someone can actually really like understand on a personal level, what you're going through, because they might be going through something similar. I think that's all those are all such such great pieces of advice. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't have to be the same thing that you're going through. You know, like someone may be constipated all the time and then yeah. someone may have diarrhea all the time. But at least like, you know, those two people can understand right that we have our, our issues. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's I think that's super helpful. Um and just when you think about the whole you know, when, when people feel the mental re- reframing basically that you explained is that the way that you seem to look at your lifestyle and the choices that you made were genuinely out of self-care and wanting to feel good. And I think that when we associate so much deep shame, which goes back to that ownership piece, so much deep shame with what we're going through and compare and ask why me, why no one else, stuff like that, it, it brings so much more heaviness. And at the end of the day, you're right. Like it really is, it, it is hard, but also doing it out of, out of true self-care. Yeah. And remember, you know, always keep in mind that this is not going to be forever. You know, that's something you have to tell yourself, like, this is a season in my life and I'm not going to be eating puree chicken for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's really, that's important. 
So um, I feel like we've kind of touched on it, but for for someone who maybe isn't struggling, has maybe more of a normal gut situation, but there's still this thing of like the gut is the second brain. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you talk about that a lot on your platform. So can you kind of like explain what that really means? I feel like it's a term that's kind of just like thrown around. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of things stem from the gut and there's a lot of hormones Mm -hmm. that go on you know, in your gut. And if, if things are not being fed properly, if you're not getting the right nutrition and absorbing things, then you can get brain fog. You can get a a bunch of different things, you know, and you you can have low energy and you, I mean, you can have skin issues from gut issues. It's really the core of a lot of different things. You can get depressed because of, of gut issues just because the um, different nutrients and the neurons are just not, they're not communicating or cooperating right. And so the whole body really is connected. Yeah, absolutely. It's as as simple as like the skin one. Like I resonate with that. Like I know, like I love cheese, but I know that dairy makes me break out. Like, and it's, it's, it makes so much sense. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you're like, but I want that piece of cake. I want that piece of cheese. Yeah. It's a balance. It It is. is. complete balance. And, you know, I know a lot of people have um, acne from gut issues, or if they have a yeast overgrowth, or if but if they're just not absorbing the right nutrients, things can can rot in your stomach, you know, and and then that causes a whole other (laughs) issue. And so, you know, it's just it's crazy. Once you realize how connected the body is, that you really want to to keep it as your your temple and yeah. um, you know focus on from within. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And you mentioned this before, and I'm definitely someone that's guilty of it. And we won't talk about me much, but this is going to help me a lot. (laughs) I definitely dieted, right? Yo-yo dieted for a long time. I chose things like those protein bars and protein powders and stuff as a healthier alternative many, many times um, to lessen the amount of calories I was having. I actually had a pretty unhealthy relationship with food and my body. Things are all good now, but I do, because you mentioned this before, I do now see that as my gut has kind of changed and I've had these differences that I'm assuming based on what you said that having things like that consuming those things did play a role in in that oh totally and girl (laughs) let me tell you no one I don't know anyone that's never dieted before whether that's you know to the extreme you know, of like restricting or just dieting and opting for the the diet food, the slim fast, mm. you know, like back in the day, do those even exist anymore? You know, I like, not. <laughs> you know, like the, the, all those, those diet plans, or the meal delivery that are like come in a pouch, like all those things, you know, so you may not feel like, you know, whether again, whether you like just restricted and didn't eat, or if you went for, you know, the, um, lean cuisine meals or whatever. Um, they, they wreak havoc on your body and they do, they strip. And, you know, I used to do it too. I'm not guilty. I, I bought those, those hundred calorie packs of Oreos, you know, like back in the day. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This is such a better option. Like, you know, but I mean, we all know they're just full of, you know, just preservatives and chemicals that can destroy your gut. They can break the walls in your gut down, the the gut lining, you know, when you don't have the proper gut lining, there's holes in your stomach and they can, things can seep out that you don't want going out like good probiotics. Things can seep in that you don't want in like 
bad bacteria. So um, things that you eat can really break down your intestinal walls. And from dieting, that can definitely be the root cause of a lot. And I think I think we all come from that generation of, of dieting. I yeah. think, you know, and I'm, I'm really hoping things are changing and I do see it changing. But um, yeah, I mean, I, we all came from that generation. And I think a lot of gut issues have stemmed from that. Yeah, definitely. That makes a lot of sense. And we actually, um, part of the way which we found you was Ali Bonar from Avo Queen is her Instagram. Yeah, Yeah, she's incredible. We've had her on the podcast and we've talked about uh, binge eating and stuff with her. And that's something that I've struggled with too. And this like extreme of not eating enough and then eating a lot, um, I'm sure can really throw off your body. So it's really interesting to learn about all of all of this and how it plays a role. Because I think for a while when people are stuck in this dieting mindset, and then are so confused and lost and, and ashamed that you feel like you like broke your body for good. So I think it's really awesome that you help people heal in that capacity. Thank you. And you know, I don't know, um, you know, what obviously what all your listeners struggle with, but I think that um, I wanted to give this tip and regarding dieting. And if you're having like stomach issues, and you're like, okay, what, what do I do something that really helped me mentally and physically turn it around was, you know, not counting calories, not looking at the nutrition label, but truly focusing on ingredients only. I literally would just turn the package or the bottle around and say, okay, what are the ingredients? And when you really start focusing on the ingredients, if you can read them, understand them, know what they are, then, you know, you're good to go. And that's really when things helped me turn around and it really helps mentally too, you know, whether, uh, I don't know what stage people are at, but if you have to put a thing of duct tape over the the nutrition facts, you know, and all your stuff, it. And then yeah, by and by that time, like, you know, I don't even count calories to today, I can't remember when and people ask me all the time, like, how many, you know, how many calories do you have a day? Like, and I I'm like, no, I have no idea because I don't, I don't count them. Yep. You know, I obviously am very mindful. I don't eat a jar of peanut butter in a day. But you know, like, right. I'm just I try and get variety, but I never, you know, counter. Being Home with Hunker is a podcast where we visit with designers, artists, and creatives in the spaces that express and shape their identities, their homes. If you love design and decor, if you're curious about how people live, or if you've been transitioning or transforming your own home, you'll love these honest conversations. Join us weekly at Being Home with Hunker. Visit hunker.com forward slash podcast where you can find, subscribe, and listen to the show deprive, I just kind of really focus on ingredients. And when you start focusing on ingredients, your mindset changes. So if you're like me, you have a thousand million bajillion pictures on your phone that nobody ever gets to see because they're sitting on your phone and you forget about them and it's so sad because some of them are so amazing I go back I laugh and I want to have these pictures so that I can enjoy some of my favorite memories and share them with my friends and family and that is where free prints comes in if you don't have free prints yet you have to get it free prints is an app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all of those photos for 
free. Yes, for free, you get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. That's insane. And all you have to do is pay a small shipping charge. You can even print photos for other sizes next to nothing. Select all the photos that you want to print, choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality prints will arrive on your doorstep in days. Free Prints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at freeprints.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Again, go to freeprints.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. Enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of, it's funny because it's kind of like a reprogramming for a lot of people because like you said, we grew up in this like generation that there was all these diet products and like, I, I remember like being a like a kid and even at that time, like parents giving other kids like the diet version or the hundred calorie version or the, you know, what, there was like, what was that one? It was like something beach. I feel like oh, everyone, the South Beach. Diet. Diet. beach. Like yeah, that. I feel like there were, I like always saw people eating that and then I was like, I want that like that looks fun and my mom was like you're not eating that like no way but um but it is this kind of like reprogramming and it's so empowering I think when you like do just focus on ingredients and then you know like what really like makes you feel good and like in turn makes you like happy like I know like for me like I have an avocado obsession but I like know that avocados make me feel really good physically and then that makes me feel really good mentally and it's like it's oh, for sure and fun, fun fact your brain is almost it's like 90% fat mm. your brain actually needs fat yep. to function yep I crave fat like if I didn't have enough like olive oil or like an avocado that day my body literally is like julia go eat an avocado or like go eat some olive oil an avocado (laughs) i like my my body like needs fat like and it tells me when it does yeah and it's so funny bethany i'll be over at her house before we record or just hanging out and she'll be like do you have an avocado and i'm like no I'm okay. It's like what I offer people when they come to my house and so bad. I have no snacks. I just have avocados and olive oil. Hey, you know what? Who doesn't love a good avocado? What? Brenda, did you want to ask about your gastritis question? I do. I do. And it doesn't take up too much time because, you know, but I'm so curious because, and no pressure, but I didn't ask enough questions on the phone. What is it? How common is it? What do I do? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, gastritis um, and gastroparesis, they're, they're kind of similar and, you know, it's definitely not uncommon, but it's the, uh, the idea is uncommon or the, um, awareness is, is not out there yet, but you know, gastritis, it's, it's almost like acid reflux. Mm, mm. You know, it, it could be burning a hole in your stomach. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, creating ulcers and ulcers are no fun. Um, and so that's, it's something to, to be aware of, maybe you have to go on an elimination diet for a while, eliminate spicy foods and, you know, high citrus stuff, you know, to, to allow it to heal. It's almost like, um, uh, like a sore, you know, you have to kind of just baby it for a while. It's not a, a diet. You just kind of have to eliminate it and find other replacements for it. And so it's nothing to like fear. You can, it can totally be reversed, you know, yeah. and then gastroparesis, that's when it's basically paralysis of your stomach. So your stomach muscles actually 
you know, they contract, they go back and forth and contract gastroparesis, it's paralyzed. So it doesn't do that anymore. And so when your stomach muscles don't contract, food just sits there in your stomach and rots, and it's not really going anywhere. And so that's when you get like really bad burping smells. And it's very frustrating, you know, and so there's a lot of different things that can go wrong in the stomach. And again, stress, yeah. literally can cause so many things that you're thinking like stress can't do that. Like this is like something I'm feeling. This is like an actual, like it's hurting my stomach. It's like a, you know, but it can really cause a lot. It, it's interesting because we we previously talked about how the gut affects the mind, mm-hmm. but the mind can actually affect, affect the gut as well. Wow. Can you go into that a little bit more, Bethany, about like that connection, especially with things like anxiety or? Yeah. I well, I mean, you know, your brain, it, it sends signals to your gut to to function it says okay now we need to contract it we need to do this we need to do that and so stress cortisol you know when your cortisol levels are raised mm-hmm. um it actually can cause yeast overgrowth because your your blood sugar goes up what feeds on sugar it's yeast Okay. So there's like, there's uh, connect the dots basically. Um, That's how, you know, stress can cause so many different things again with your hormones and then your hormones trigger this in your body. And then the different neurons, you know, form this and it raises things It lowers again, how I previously talked about the fight and flight and the rest and digest. If you're at peace, like if you've ever, here's a good example. If you've ever watched a movie and it was like a really gory movie or there's like maybe like a someone doing surgery like I can't I can't watch people doing surgery you know (laughs) my dad he can he's whatever Uh, but I can't see that kind of like stuff and 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 when I do like my stomach kind of gets queasy and nauseous you know and it's weird because all you're doing you're just seeing that with your eyes and it's actually creating like a nauseous feeling in your stomach so it's crazy how things can really alter how you physically feel. Yeah, that's a really great, like, tangible example right. of that. Um, I'm curious, Bethany, just because, like, your page has so much good-looking food on it and stuff, what do you eat in a day? Like, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks? Can you be specific? Tell us what you eat. <laughs> well, I could never give you a what I eat in the day, and I, I get asked all the time on Instagram, Let's, why, why don't you do that? Because right. every day is different. Right. And it just depends on what I'm doing that day. Some days I'll be recipe testing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when I recipe test, I'm kind of taste testing and I'm snacking all day. And so I don't really have a, a typical quote unquote meal because it's just like one of those days, right? Other days I don't do any recipes. So I have a more rounded meal, you know, I um, sit down, you know, I do try, I love my smoothies. Everyone knows that, but um, you know, it's, I couldn't do it, but I always have my, my frothy coffee in the morning or some sort of a hot drink. I drink a lot of teas, um, sourdough bread. Mm. Um, and you know, some days I crave more carbs and I honor that. And some days I crave more fat. So I honor that some days I crave a lot of like sugar. So I have more fruit, you know, like it's just, it's different each day. And so it's really important to listen to your body when you having, having cravings, cause maybe your blood sugar is low. You 
need some fruit. You know, maybe you need different things and your body tells you. So, you know, listen to it. I love that so much. As for alcohol, I feel like that's a topic that people are super curious about, especially our age. And also I know like holidays and all these different things where it's a little bit more common. Um, How does drinking or how much does drinking actually affect our gut health? And is there a way to find like a healthy balance between social drinking and protecting our gut or not at all? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm not going to tell someone not to drink. Um, However, I, I personally don't drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I never liked beer <laughs> and, and then like cocktails and fruity drinks and stuff like that. You know, I did like drink socially when I think I first turned 21, which is, or was like 10 years ago, which is <laughs> kind of crazy to say, um, but I never really like got into it. But, um, even today, you know, I, um, I noticed that I, w- I, there was a time maybe like, I don't know, a few months ago, I started drinking red wine, like a glass, um, like every other night. Right. And then I noticed that I was getting, um, yeast infections and I was like, is this like, I thought, Oh, maybe it's the wine, yeah, you yeah. know, is it? So I, I went off of it. Right. I went away and then I kind of wanted to test it again. So I had, I had red wine and then I got another yeast infection. So I was like, okay, this has to be the wine yeah, just from the fermentation and the sugars in the wine. So it's, I, I just, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just not going to drink anymore. And it does affect your gut health. It just depends on the person, mm-hmm. you know, obviously hard liquor is not good for your gut, you know? Um, and then regarding wine, again, it's just how prone you are to yeast overgrowth and, you know, everyone's different. So you kind of have to monitor that and you know, it's up to that person if they want to, to go forward with it. Kind of going off of that, what are some like simple gut friendly foods? You know, I I'm huge on Greek yogurt. Mm. Uh, I know a lot of people, but that's dairy, you know, and it's completely different. I have a blog post about it. I talk about it in my book again, about why I, the only dairy product I eat is Greek yogurt, Mm -hmm. you know, because people get, they're like, wait, I thought you didn't eat dairy, Bethany. I'm like, well, no, there's a difference between Greek yogurt and then milk, cheese, ice cream, you know, everything else. Ghee is another exception, Mm -hmm. but I explain it all like why it's different and how it changes because it's fermented. So that can really, you know, help your gut. And I've had people say, well, I'm lactose intolerant. And I say, just try Greek yogurt and see. And they're like, wow, I did. And I had no like negative effects from it. So that's one of them. Um, white rice. Mind blown because yeah. hasn't been eating dairy. I have been, I haven't been eating dairy and I truly would have yogurt every single morning and I miss it. So you just, you really changed my day. <laughs> oh, good. Yogurt. Well, you know, try, try a little bit Yeah. and, and see, because a lot of people there, they'll say, oh my gosh, I went off dairy. I feel great. Well, yeah, because you went off cheese and milk and right. yogurt. So they never hardly do ever hear someone say, oh, I went off dairy except yogurt. Yeah. Right. Never like either all or nothing. So try it. But yeah, like rice, white rice, especially is really um, easy on the gut, sweet potatoes. You know, I don't recommend a lot of green veggies, um, especially at the beginning. If you do opt for veggies, make sure they're cooked. So yeah, you kind of have to just play around with it. See what's safe. Meats are great. Uh, Obviously that's not vegan, but like cooked chicken and beef. That's really, I don't want to say easy to digest because sometimes meat can be hard to digest, but um, it doesn't cause a lot of gas or bloating. You know what I mean? So you you just kind of have to test the waters. Yeah, absolutely. Is there like a specific 
Greek yogurt brand that you like more than others, any that you use, or just like any of your game? You know, I, I, I love the the Fage. Mm-hmm. I like that one too. I know people are like, oh my gosh, but it's not organic. It's not, you know, um, but it's, it's honestly, it's super easy on my gut and I have, I have no problem with it, but if it's just make sure it's plain and whole milk is best because everyone opts for the fat free, which you don't realize, but the fat free, they take a lot of the nutrients mm-hmm. that you, you, your body needs to digest the the yogurt it's all you know cows don't milk fat-free milk so it's very altered which a lot of a lot of people don't realize so try and get everything as natural as possible bethany do you take any like supplements um or are there any supplements that most of us should be taking on a regular basis i actually just did a blog post on that yesterday amazing Um, yeah so funny you would bring that up um about all the supplements that i do take obviously my digestive enzymes i have to give that a plug that i uh, personally created and formulated yes um to help digest you know, fats, proteins, and carbs. And uh, yeah, I do that. I do vitamin D, C, zinc, all that good stuff. Yes, for sure. Um, We kind of touched on this a little bit before, but what would you say to someone that's struggling to find a diagnosis with their gut? First of all, don't give up. (laughs) If you don't find answers, keep searching. We're going to find it and you're going to have ups and downs, but the key is to keep going and then you will see progress. So that, that would be my advice because let me tell you, no one in the entire world until the day they die is not going to have a gut upset. That's great advice. We kind of, we, we've been bringing it up here and there, Bethany, but tell us about your book. Well, it, um, it's called Digest This and it's, it's a 21 day gut reset plan. So there's a plan in there if you're struggling and it's basically a gut reset And it is, it's basically what I had to do for nine months. I put three weeks because I know a lot of people can't do nine months. That's pretty intense. But if you do the three weeks, which a lot of people have, you will feel a lot better. And depending on the severity of your symptoms, uh, you, you may feel better in a week. You may, you know, you may need to do it for two months, but it is the base of what I did. And then after the gut, the three weeks, there's a bunch of recipes in there. So, you know, you can make them after the reset, a few that you can have during your gut healing process. There's tons of different supplements and tips in the book. A lot of what I talked about regarding rest and digest, uh, shopping lists. I mean, I put a lot of facts and myths like IBS facts and myth busters. So there's a lot of good information in the book, as well as tons of free recipes that are all IBS friendly. And so it's um, took me almost two years to write the book. And I'm just so happy it's out. And my hope is that it can help people by the thousands. It's awesome. So I'm sure everyone's gonna love to get their hands on it. And like I said before, the recipes all look insane. (laughs) Thank you. We just have a few questions left for you. They're quick ones. One of them is, do you have any daily rituals, practices, or like routines that you incorporate? You know, I need to incorporate more. (laughs) I know I am. I try and be in the word. I'm a Christian. So I try and I do try and include that. And my days just get so busy, but it's like, you know, getting 
getting fed by the word is something for me personally, you know, that really makes my day so much better. Uh, I love my, uh, my coffee in the morning. Um, that is something I look forward to. And um, gosh, maybe I should start doing more daily rituals. People are just so I feel like people are interested in in how that varies. We've totally had guests that are like, honestly, no. And there are people that are like, yeah, sometimes I do this and this. Um, but just curious to get to know a little bit more about like if there's something that keeps you grounded and you just shared that. So <laughs> absolutely. Bethany, this has been so incredible. I, I feel like I've learned so much. So thank you for sharing your story with us and all of your incredible knowledge. Um, thank you, Yeah. Absolutely. If the if you could tell your 20s year old self one thing, it could be about gut health or it could just be about life in general. Uh, what would you tell your 20s year old self? Don't stress on the little things. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, what you're stressing about today, you're gonna forget tomorrow and it's yeah. not even gonna matter. So don't let the small stuff yeah. Oh, definitely. I feel like we learn that all the time now, Ju, because we record an episode, maybe like a solo episode a week before. And then when it airs, I'm like, oh, I'm over that. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. It's like so, so hard to recon- reconcile with in the moment. You're like, this is the biggest deal ever. And yeah. then totally- right now, you you are your worst critic. Oh, you know, what you what you notice about yourself or about whatever people don't even notice. Yeah. So. Oh, all the 20s people need to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and our last question is, where can people find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram. And my handle is Little Sipper, L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R. And then I also have my blog, which is lilsipper.com. Amazing. Bethany, thank you again so much. Thank you for sharing your story. This was so awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank Brenda, Julia. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Amazing. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.